pull, pull that to you just a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, please join me in standing and turning in your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter three. Second Timothy chapter three. And we're going to begin reading in verse 1. This know also that in the last days. In the last days. Paul said, I want you to know this too. Perilous times shall come. And as I wrote in my new book, uh, in the introduction, uh, titled Letters, Thanksgiving Letters to My Children and to a woke, deceived, and unloved generation. These are precisely uh, the times that Paul was referring to. There's no doubt about it in my mind, and I do not believe there is any doubt in the minds of anyone else who is born again and saved and spiritual and prayed up and Bible read up. And it is my job to remind you because of our sinful, foolish flesh, we have a tendency Uh, to get carried away at the scintillating lights of this world instead of the light of the world, Jesus Christ. We get carried away with material things like so many thousands have done today. And by the way, there was another shooting, this time in North Carolina, at another Walmart. And if you think it's going to end, if you think Biden is going to stop something, I have news for you. It's not going to end. And no, the problems, rather, the problem is not guns. If it could have been ended, Trump would have done it. Obama would have done it. Bush would have done it. Clinton would have done it. It would have been done already. It w that, that will not happen. What's wrong 
is in the hearts of men and women. Because it doesn't take a gun, a woman can take her breast and kill her baby. You don't believe me? Evidently you have not heard the breaking news. A woman, beautiful woman too, by the way, <clears throat> she got tired of her twins, got frustrated, got angry, and she choked and smothered the child with her breasts until the child died. She killed that baby and she was going for the other one. <clears throat> No gun, a breast. And uh, so what's wrong is the hearts of men and women. People are not saved. People, as we have read, do not have natural affection. The love of many has waxed cold. Many, Jesus said, these are the days that were spoken about in the Holy Bible by Jesus Christ and by Paul. Verse 2, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. And let me touch on that one more time. I have told you several times, when my children were babies, in fact, one of the main reasons why I came off the road after preaching on the road for Ten years with great success in every way is because my wife had a similar issue. My wife Marika White, who's standing here with me tonight, and uh, and what God led me to do, and God told me to do, was stay home. I noticed that she did not have, even when they were babies, uh, that doting uh, natural affection for her children. And God told me to come off the road. I'll give you something else to do. He led me to start a church uh, so that I could be home and I could watch her and watch my child. That was the first baby. And uh, whenever I would pray, uh, I would hear a blood-curdling, gasping for air, choking. And, uh, and I have enough sense to know that a mother ought not to choke her baby on her breast, that she can regulate that and control that. <clears throat> and prevent that. 
and I, I'm and I'm talking about the kind of choking and gagging like she was getting ready to die. But because I was there, all of my children lived, and she did it with every last one of them. Some of the children are old enough to remember that. And and and, and strangely, it would happen most times when uh, I prayed. When I would get in position to pray, and uh, she would nurse the child, nurse the baby. But it happened at other times as well. Uh, and, and it seemed like it was uh, connected to her being frustrated about something or whatever. But I do know the devil was behind it. I believe at least one or two of my children are alive because God led me to come home. My wife was just not prepared to be a mother. That's all there is to it. And uh, she didn't rise to the occasion. There are women like that. This woman, uh, I think she's out in California or whatever. And I'm telling husbands, if you don't take action, you're going to lose a child. Or a child is going to be injured by her. And I, I said... Uh, 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 if you're not there, and whatever you have to do, you need to stay home, or you need to, you need to get away from her and get those children away from her. It's a demonic spirit. Same, similar demonic spirit of these people going into Walmart and shooting people. Okay, it's not it's nothing personal. See. But see, and watch, and you know what some of the women are saying today? You know what women are saying today about this woman? Oh, she's not a murderer. She's sick. She needs help. Well, I, I, I have no doubt she needs help. But she needs to go to jail, too, for killing that child. You say, preacher, did you call the police? No, I didn't have to call the police. I, I, I was going to deal with it. I, I was there to deal with it. I was not going to let her kill my children. Not having natural affection. And when you're void of natural affection, you do anything. Lovers of themselves. She said she got mad because they wouldn't uh, take the breast or something like that. And it got frustrated, so she's going to kill the child. Truce breakers. False accusers. Incontinent. No control. Fierce. And that's right. And let him do what he's going to do. Uh, I asked him to do that. Fear. When I got my little first job uh, and so forth, he bought something for his mother. He was buying something for his mother. Okay. And he said, Preacher, why do I share that? Why do you share that? 
Okay. He told me it's fine. No. Well, why, why, why would you share something like that? You know why? <laughs> uh, because, number one, I want men to start stepping up and protecting their children from their evil wives. Like I said, this woman is beautiful. Uh, my wife was beautiful at the time, okay? And, uh, but see, you can be a beautiful devil, and you men need to understand that. And you, you don't have time, you're trying to figure out, and be Dr. Field, and you're a psychiatrist, and trying to figure out what made her do that. You better stop it. You hear me? Hear me real good. Hear me real good. You better stop it by any means necessary. You're there not only to protect her, but to protect your children, man, from her. If she's crazy, or got some issues, whatever, or lack of maturity, or parents didn't raise her right. Whatever the case, you got to handle it. And if you see she's not stable, let me just say this. I believe he's just as guilty. He's an accessory to murder. They need to look at him too. Well, sir, did you say anything? Sir, look at me. Did you say anything to her? Did you see some of this before? Uh, did, you, did, did she do the other child like this? Were you ever concerned about the child gagging and, and her fussing at the child and being angry with the baby? The twin baby just born, newborn. Huh? Did you ever consider taking the children to your mother's house or somewhere else? Did you say, hey, she's not ready for this, let's get a divorce, and, and, and you know, or whatever, because we can't do this. You're not going to kill these children. She was going, the newspaper article says she was going for the other one. And we got men who are afraid to say anything going to let the child die. I want men to rise up and be the sole protective you have to of your children. Because there are women today who don't have natural affection for their own children. That's just the reality, my friend. The doctors and the medical f people can call it whatever they want to, and she's sick and postpartum, whatever. You know, you don't have the right to choke your child. That's number one, and that's not normal. No, you can stop that. And in my household, you better stop it. <laughs> you better stop that. Cause I, I, I knew instinctively that a little child, little baby, my daughter, uh, Daniela, Danny, up here choking them. I mean, turning red. She got some, you know, she's got, she got some Chinese blood in her. She was turning red. I mean, I mean, I mean, this happens a few times, quite a few times. And if I didn't step in, I believe that she would be dead. She would have died. Another time, yes, my wife was standing right here. I left her in the room with the baby just to go out and get something, and she burned the child's face with an iron. It's a miracle that 
Danny is as beautiful as she is today. Because that iron mark should be there, but miraculously God healed it. When she was a baby. You can see the point of the iron under her eye. She almost burned her eye out. So I'm telling you husbands, you need to be on the lookout for that. It's, it's, a, it's a devil behind it. But you need to be on the lookout for that and protect your children. If you suspect something, and if you need some help, you need to call the police. You do that if you don't know how to handle it. And what women are saying all over the country now, oh, she's not a murderer, she's sick, she needs some help. Well, why is it that when a man kills a child, oh, nobody says that. No, they'll put this behind in jail, under the jail. That's why I bring it up. Because men are not always the problem. Women are the problem half the time as well. Amen, whether you like it or not. See? They don't have natural affection for their own children. My daughter, Danny, and, and they know I am a man's man, and they know that I am a father, even though they called me the father and the mother because they didn't have a mother. She didn't love them as I did. They called me the father and the mother. I don't have a motherly bone in my body. And the things that a mother's supposed to talk with the girls about and so forth when they become young teens and older teens and girlfriend kind of stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever y'all do, I'm not, I'm not the one. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I can tell men what to do, and I will help do whatever I have to do, see, and I will step in and do what I have to do, because uh, I had to help my first daughter with her period. Her, her mother was not prepared for it. I, 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 well, I stepped in and said, well, well, let's do whatever we need to do. I went and got some tea, some pills, some whatever, you know. Not birth control pills, really. something to help you go over with the cramps and so forth. I took the Bible out and read to her and showed her how it was a blessing to have her period and all of that kind of thing. I did that. See, are you saying these things to embarrass your wife? No. If she's embarrassed, she's embarrassed. That's what happened. See, I'm saying these things to tell the world that it's not always the man who's the problem. And that is the, the default thought patterns of pastors, pastors' wives, churches, and society. And now we have a situation today through Black Lives Matters and other uh, woke organizations. We, they they want to do away with the man altogether. And we already are in a mess without the man being in charge. And my wife is right here. I'm not going to stand here and lie on her in front of her face. That's what happened. My children know that. 
It is her family trying to twist their brains and make them walk and, and believe a lie. But the point is, because of the demonic woke spirit in this world, that baby is dead. Another person is dead in Lumberton, North Carolina. Lumberton is a town you're going to have to pass if you're going anywhere out of North Carolina. You're going to see Lumberton. You're going to see a sign that says Lumberton. It's just a, in a unique spot. Where you're going south or north, you're going to see Lumberton. You're going to hear about Lumberton. That's what, that's what happened. That's where the... Uh, shooting, uh, you know, and Lumberton is not a town that that is supposed to happen in. Lumberton is just a nice little quiet town. It's not a big town. But that's where it happened tonight. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to end. Yes, my friend, we're going to be here a while on this. In this passage, because this is all, this is what's happening. Woke people, wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, they are despisers of those that are good. They are traitors, they're Judases. I told you they were giving money away, didn't I? To homosexuals, transvestites, churches, pastors. That money woke them up. Out in California, they are giving transgendered people a salary. And someone said they are incentivizing the demonic, satanic, foolish move of transgenderism by paying, offering all transgendered people a monthly uh, salary kind of a thing to live on off the government have you noticed that uh, many homosexuals and lesbians are rich and got a lot of money that is not by accident Heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. See, you got to be careful. Be careful with these woke, uh, deceived people. Because 
they will not criticize Christianity too much at first, but they're coming for Christians. The reason why they don't jump, you know, their strategy is, is to not just hit Christianity uh, up front, but to deceive and to have a form of godliness, to look like they got a little godliness going on, masquerade as Christians, and, and infiltrate the church to take it over. And many pastors are not wise enough to understand that's exactly what is happening. That's exactly what has happened and is happening. And once they grab you by the juggler vein, uh, they got you. And you're going to have a drag queen in the pulpit teaching the children in the Sunday school class. Mind-bending. And what do most people do? They go along and get along. To get along see. This is why I told the people in the, my new book, uh, in the introduction, I told parents and grandparents who don't, they don't agree with this foolishness, this, this asinine foolishness, to use a phrase by Bishop Daniel White Jr., ass-backwards foolishness, pun not intended. Most parents, baby boomers, grandparents, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't agree with this at all. Most black people don't agree with it. But here's what I told them. Because you love your children and your grandchildren more than you love God and more than you love Jesus Christ, you're going to go along to get along. You're going to accept anything that they throw out there, any kind of lifestyle they're living, because you love them more than you love Jesus. You love them more than you love God. You love them more than you love the Word of God. And I say there's not, there's, there's not that much love in the world, my friends, to be doing that. You better make up your mind and say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Even if it's a family member. If you're full of hell and the devil and you talking about you transgendered and you are homosexual and you a lesbian and you support it, even if you support it. No, I really don't want you to come to my house. I really don't, because it's not going to work. Two cannot walk together unless they be agreed. Two cannot sit together unless they be agreed. Two cannot eat together unless they be agreed. I'm not, because there's no need in you trying to convince me of this satanic foolishness from hell. See, when I know I taught you better than that, it makes no difference who the family members are. See, uh, because uh, I'm not going to uh, forsake Jesus and forsake God and turn on Jesus Christ like Judas for you. I'm not doing that. You can do that to me. But I'm not going to do that for you. But denying the power thereof. Well, you see, you, you see, you see, preacher, you're unloving. 
I say, how unloving you are. No, I'm very loving. Loving people tell people the truth so that we can do away with the confusion and wasting time. You see, you are you are trying to understand. There's nothing to understand. I will never understand an ugly man looking at another ugly man and trying to uh, uh, have sex with an ugly man or a woman uh, trying to have sex with a woman and all of that, and, and and then you want to change it. See, see, see. This is what most pastors who who uh, took the 30 pieces of silver didn't understand. They didn't know it was going to go this far. Look at me real good. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray right now. I'm going to pray in a minute. The reason why most pastors, hook, line, and sinker, took the money and land and who are Judases. And by the way, let me say this. I didn't say this in, in, the, in the introduction to my book. I'm going to say it now, and I'll probably put it in there later. I hate to say it, but I'm not the only one saying it. Most churches are not going to help you with this thing called wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. Most pastors are not going to deal with it. Parents, grandparents, young people who are trying to do right, you're on your own with God. You can come and listen to me. You can uh, go and listen to Dr. Ed Young Jr. and other, a few other pastors who have sense and have understanding. But here's what I have predicted by next year and this time. Your children are not going to love you anymore. They're going to hate you. By next year, this time, if that is not the only, if that is not uh, it, they'll be dead. By next year, this time, they will would have committed suicide. That's how uh, I, you say, preacher. How can you say those things? Because because God told me to tell you up front. That's what's going to happen to your children. I don't make up stuff, people. I wouldn't say that if God did not release me to say it. For, for many of you, that's what's going to happen. Uh, you're not going to know your child anymore because their mind has been raped out of their skull by these satanic, demonic monsters. Woke people in the church. That's right, you can blame some churches for it. They've allowed homosexuals into the church. as members, leaving your children who are trying to work in the church to have to work with these homosexuals. And they have gotten entangled with them. Evil communications corrupt good manners. See? Okay. Uh, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you up front, mark it down now. Thousands of young people, middle-aged people, and even some old people are going to be dead by next year this time. Because of the the demonic spirit of wokeism. This is nothing to play with. And I told them, if you're not prayed up, 
If you're not truly born again and saved, if you're not read up as far as reading the Bible like you're supposed to, uh, and and sad to say, I didn't mention church. I hope you go to church, but I, I prefer that you go online at this point because most of these churches can't help you. They're not. They 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 can't help you, and they're not going to help you because you're in something now that some most of these pastors they, they don't even know what's going on. They have no clue. They've been bought. And they can't say anything against it. It's in their Judas contract. So if you don't personally stand up for God and Jesus Christ. And the word of God. And not become a Judas like them. uh, All kinds of bad things are going to happen in your life and in your family. From such. Turn Away. It makes no difference whether it's family members or friends or buddies you've been known for years at the church and on the job and in the family, whatever. If they are going to follow this woke doctrine and wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, Satan himself, if you have, if you have never seen Satan in your face, he's in your face today. You can bank on that. He is in your face. That boy who killed those six people, including a 16-year-old boy, didn't even give that boy, boy a chance to live. He was woke. And when you become woke, you become demon-possessed. You have a different continence. Have you seen the picture? No, 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 don't give me uh, psych- psychological babble. Don't come and tell me he was schizophrenic. He was demon-possessed. One woman who was left alive, who was the, one of the salt-of-the-earth Walmart workers, and I hope she never has to go back to work again. He let her go. Probably because she was so innocent of everything, because she had, it sounded like she has a disability or something. She, see, this is what happens. This is the, 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 the repercussions. When she goes to her house by herself and she goes to her room to go to bed, you know what she sees and you know what she hears? She said it was so much blood dripping off of the chairs that it had it made a rhythm in her brain. The the blood drops. And she said she can still hear that rhythm. See? And she said she she said she'll never forget that rhythm of the blood drops. See? The, the repercussions will last for years. And like one, even a newsman said today, he said, people, we're all going to forget this in a few days. It's going to be out of the news cycle. But 
these families will be impacted for the rest of their days. I said, finally, somebody told the truth because the news moves on. You wonder how newscasters can be so callous and talk about uh, uh, six people getting killed, eight people getting killed, three people getting killed, and go right on into a story about Santa Claus with laughter. But because the, mood, the, the news does not stop for anybody. They, these are professional news people. They are, they are not wired that way. They are trained to be that way. And they just move on. And their bosses tell them, keep it moving. We don't need, we don't pay you to get emotional. Just, just the facts. Holy Father God, hallowed be your name. I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ on this Friday night after Thanksgiving 2022. I praise you and I thank you tonight uh, and Lord help Marika White to pray and help everybody under the sound of my voice to pray. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. Thank you, Lord, for allowing the ends of the world to come upon us. Thank you, Lord, for showing me from your holy word that we're in this passage in real life. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for the millions, the many, and the manifold. Our blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. <coughs> I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for salvation and spiritual family and life. Financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, on this beautiful Friday night after Thanksgiving that you have made, for those of us who are saved, indeed, please forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, by your grace, 
Forgive those who have sinned against us. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us, and fill us all afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our spirits that we not sin against you in any way. For those of us who are saved, Lord, by your grace tonight, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right and to do right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Help us, Lord, who are saved by your grace and your mercy, through your Son dying on the cross for our sins, being buried and rising again on the third day. Thank you, Lord, for John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I pray, Lord, that you will help us to humble ourselves and to pray, to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for a productive and peaceful and quiet and pleasant Thanksgiving day on yesterday. I pray, Lord, and hope that all of the families had the same. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of my wife, Marika White. I pray that you would make her a new creature in Christ for her own good, so that she will cease having to struggle to act like a saved person that you would, in fact, do it through her. And I know she does not understand that, uh, but uh, I pray that she will humble herself and come to the end of herself and truly believe in you. Not for my good, but for her good. And I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight as you know, Lord, I've been praying for her like this for 35 years in a few days. And thank you for giving me the liberty to pray about it publicly as well. And I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of her spirit, out of her soul, out of her heart, and out of her mind. And uh, uh, at the same time, Lord, I thank you for the thorn in the flesh that she has been. And uh, I do pray 
Lord, for the salvation of all of her family members in a miraculous way. I pray, Lord, for the salvation of all of my family members in a miraculous way as well. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would indeed have your Holy Ghost and whatever else you do to draw people to yourself, not give these people rest until they are truly born again and saved from the burning hell to the glorious place called heaven. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving in the morning. In this country and around the globe, I pray, Lord, tonight, thank you for giving me glory and giving me the ability to glory, Lord, in the midst of tribulations and trials and temptations, tests, and tensions, and persecutions. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a cheerful spirit in the midst of all of that. And thank you, Lord, for uh, giving me the ability to even take pleasure in these things. I, I have never understood that, uh, Lord, over the past many years of serving you, how that I even told my wife, and I'm sure she didn't understand it either. I even expressed it and shared it with my children that uh, somehow uh, what, what, what is beautiful about the Christian life is that you can even take pleasure in the difficult times and the times of hard work and, and seemingly little uh, results and uh, and so forth. So I, I told them that without fully understanding more now, uh, as I understand it more now. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. At the same time, I thank you for the liberty to pray, Lord, that you would lift all of our burdens who are saved, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts tonight. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And uh, I thank you in advance for that. And Lord, I do pray that you would deliver us from all uh, distresses and afflictions. Deliver us, Lord, from all uh, tribulations and troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions. And uh, Lord, uh, I pray that you deliver us tonight from all uh, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student in progress problems, troubles, and difficulties that we're facing. And Holy Father God, thank you for remembering mercy, love, and grace upon your wretched people as you rebuke us and chastise us. And thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight also 
Lord, thank you for protecting my family to see another Thanksgiving. And I thank you, Lord, for protecting us from many uh, toils and protecting us from many dangerous toils and snares down through the years on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. For, Lord, we pray for people who are hurting today, but, Lord, we could be hurting as well. Uh, but you saw fit to protect us until this day. Uh, I do believe, as I said the other day, that my oldest daughter is in danger of uh, people who might want to harm her because she will not turn on her father. Uh, I believe that my youngest daughter is in danger as well. And, uh, I, and I believe that really all of my children are in danger because of this satanic, demonic, woke um, blob of Beelzebub. Bub. And I pray that you would protect them even from people in the church, even from pastors and pastors' wives and musicians uh, who know about them. And, uh, and they are, by your grace, trying to stand. Uh, but one or two might be getting weak from the pressure. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that uh, they will stand strong against the evil tide that has come against them because they have helped me in the ministry all of these years. They don't even know why uh, that they get so much pressure from the devil and woke people, woke family members, woke church members, woke people on the job, just can't stand them. And, um, but... Uh, it is the nature of the situation, and I pray that they will not adopt a spirit of go along and get along and end up destroying their lives when they, because they know better. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, protect, continue to protect my family and all other Christian families that are standing for you and have not, a, and have not have not bowed the knee to wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. And Lord, I do pray that you will surround our houses and our bodies with the band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Protect us from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, tonight that you will uh, help us to always give you the glory, praise, and honor, and to give your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the glory, praise, and honor. We pray that lost souls would be saved tonight. Christians would be revived. Your holy name would be glorified. And that, Lord, while people are getting all caught up into going into more debt, digging into their savings and their investments to buy a gift for somebody and buy stuff they already have, most of the stuff 
that these people are talking was on sale, they already have a gadget. They already have the gadget. They already have the watch. They already have the phone. It's the same old stuff. They already have the oven. They already have the air fry. They have it. They already have it. And people are still going out to get the same thing over again. Lord, help your Christian people to not get up, get caught up in this foolishness, and to be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful. Thank you for uh, the privilege of prayer. Thank you for telling us to pray. Uh, you gave a parable to this end, Lord Jesus Christ, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Uh, your holy word says, uh, Lord Jesus Christ, you said, Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Uh, so therefore, we don't have to try to do it the world's way and get caught up in the world's foolishness and following scintillating lights of hellaciousness and heartache and trouble. Uh, for someone said, people... Uh, but, uh, uh, but Lord, thank you for your holy word that says pray without ceasing. Uh, continue instant in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the privilege to and the blessing to communicate with all of my children and to share your holy word with them on a daily basis, individually, personally. And... Uh, I pray that all parents would do the same uh, and to pray for their children uh, because uh, bad days are here and bad days are ahead. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Beloved, it is no accident that the first of these qualities will be a life that is centered in self. That's what wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, is all about, selfishness. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to say what I want to say to you. I'm going to try to reduce you uh, down from your powerful perch of authority that you have had over me and you think you still have over me as uh, my parents that you police officers have had for many years over me. And you too, Pastor, you're so compromised, you, you have destroyed yourself and your authority. I don't believe anything you say. Heady, high-minded. The adjective used is philautus, which means 
self-loving. And we have a whole lot of that going on today. We have a whole lot of that going on today. Self-love. I literally had a pastor who he lost his wife. She committed adultery. And I told him since she left you and and got involved literally with the postman. Get you one of these. Stop calling her a honey. Because he kept, he kept on wearing his ring. And talking about I'm waiting on my honey to come back. She's not a honey and she's not coming back. And you did your part. And I told him repeatedly. You have the right before God to get you one of these honeys in this church. And he told me one night that he just stuck his hand out there and said, I'm just going to use my hand. Self-love. He told me with a smile he was just going to masturbate. We're living, we're living in strange times. He thought that was okay. It's not okay. Self-love. Love. This is what people are doing today. What God wants you to do is get married to somebody of the opposite sex. But you don't want to do that because that's not woke. That's not, that's not cool anymore. Now, let me just tell you this. Now, in the news, after how many hundreds of years, I'm exaggerating. How many decades now have women been on been on the pill, and we just we just people just give us stuff, and we just take it hook line and sinker. Now come to find out, and no, why didn't anybody say anything about this earlier? Why didn't anybody bring this up earlier? Come to find out, now they're saying many women are lesbians because of the pill. And when you think about it, that makes sense, doesn't it? It messes with you. And all of this, all of the foolishness that you people do with your bodies that does not belong to you, they belong to God. There are consequences. And I, I, I have thought for a long time, and not only preachers, pastors, and priests, Catholic priests, raping and molesting boys that has turned them over to be homosexuals, to see uh, so many men become homosexuals. That is a big part of it. But it's something in something that people have been eating and taking for years. It may have been a, one of those shots you took as a child. I don't know. I believe that plays a big part of it. Somebody said it was soy milk or milk itself. Because you're not supposed to drink cow's milk. Are you a cow? And by the way, that's why some of us are big as cows when you drink cow milk. 
and there's no telling what is in this milk you buy in the store. I mean, I just can't imagine that. I mean, we got that many cows producing real, good, healthy milk. There's no telling what's in that milk. And I believe also that the powers that be, they knew this was going to happen. And so they prepared the, and, and they always go through the universities right after the children leave home. And they're at the age of accountability, they can do what they want to do, say what they want to say. And they hit the colleges hard. They hit the universities hard. The powers that be. You say, preacher, who are you talking about? The devil uh, and his cohorts. And uh, the people who run the world under the devil. They use the universities. See, and if you did not go to college... You did not go to a university. Um, you are taken by surprise. But this was in the incubator of the university for many years before uh, it came out. Wokeism, homo, the acceptance of homosexuality and uh, the acceptance of uh, lesbianism and all of that nasty foolishness see see uh, and and they 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 worked out every eventuality they they locked down the church first and pay them off and fool them into thinking it's good oh I mean what's wrong with it I mean, you people, you people in the church, y'all committing adultery and swinging and everything else. Why can't y'all let the homosexuals in and let them be a part of the church, just like you adulterers and you fornicators and everything? Well, we got the goods on you, okay? Because we've been, we've been uh, investigating and spying on you for years. And, and some of you are already on YouTube. We pay those people, too. The long-haired homosexuals on YouTube, they get paid from us. And they get paid from you because they can uh, extort money from you. <clears throat> we back them to tear down the church so that we can uh, get our agenda through of you people and everybody else accepting homosexuals and lesbians. Pastors who have lost their righteous minds. I believe with all of my heart the chief pied piper of this demonic foolishness Andy Stanley has been paid handsomely. For a man to try to turn over the Bible and, 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 and render the Bible powerless he's been paid. I said he's been paid. You can tell him I said I can care less. No, I just can't imagine Charles Stanley's son doing that on his own. And then, you know, the other payment is, you know, being in cahoots with presidents and, and powerful people and things like that. You know, and pastors, pastors just, so many pastors are so insecure, they suck that mess up. 
because now they foolishly think that they are important because they prayed for the president or they had a chapel service for the president. They have forgotten what the Bible says. Well, uh, in Andy Stanley's case, uh, the Bible doesn't matter to him. So, uh, these folks have been paid off. And now, some are so quiet, who should be very loud. You won't hear from them because they've been paid off. They're Judases. That's the only reason why. Or they're lost and on their way to hell. Love of self is the basic sin from which all others flow. And yes, young people, don't let these people fool you. Masturbation is a sin against God because you're going to be lusting at something either on your screen or in a magazine or in your mind. So what do I do? You get married to the opposite sex. And that ought to be a big part of keeping you together. Because sex is a very powerful thing and is very needed. You do it God's way, not your selfish way. You're committing fornication with yourself is what you're doing. There's nowhere in the Bible that condones that. God did not give you men sperm to shoot it out into the wilderness, out into the woods, out into uh, your chair or bed. It's designed to have babies. And uh, God did not give you women uh, a vagina to stick objects in it. He gave you that so that you can have babies too for his glory. I know your mind is so twisted, you can barely breathe right now as I am telling you this. Your mind is so warped by the devil and evil that you can't even believe I'm saying this. And God does not want you to be having sex with every Tom, Dick, and Harry or every Sue, Jane, or Louise. I mean, God has boundaries, and God will bless you as long as you stay in those boundaries. Now, when people say, I, 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 I don't care anything about any boundaries. See, I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm selfish. The moment a man or a woman makes his own will, his own will, his own will, her own will, the center of life, divine and human relationships are destroyed. Utterly destroyed. That's wokeism for you right there, my friends. That's wokeism 
the blob of Beelzebub right there. As soon as you don't care anymore about anybody else but yourself, you have destroyed your relationship with God and you have destroyed your relationship with people who you ought to have a good relationship with. Because let me let me just tell you woke people something. You woke uh, people who are woke and have caught the demonic spirit of wokeness. Let me tell you something. Those little friends you have right now, they're not going to be there for you. Those little family members that you have, you think they're so cool right now. Once they get through using you uh, to do their dirt, uh, they're not going to be there for you. Because, see, they're, they're led by the devil, and the devil will never be there for you. The devil will lie to you and tell you that he's got your back. <clears throat> but once they get through using you, because you're so gullible, and you're so hungry for somebody to show you some kind of love, uh, they're going to be through with you. And you're going to be feeling even worse than you ever felt in your life. Because at one time, you uh, seemingly had a relationship with the Lord. And you need to go back to the Lord while you can. Because wokeism leads not only, as I told the people in the introduction of my book last night, uh... It leads to depression, emptiness, an overwhelming sadness, nihilism. That's, that's, that's that feeling you have right now, you're starting to have right now, where you don't care about anything anymore. Why? Because you have been lied to so many times. So many lies that you have participated in. So many, you see, you see the lies that your uh, woke family members tell you. They, they, they're not about anything. And you know it because you're wiser than they are even though they're older than you. You have, you, you have to act like a parent to them. You're sick of their foolishness already because that's not you. That's not what you're about. And your church members uh, are even are just as bad, if not worse, including your pastor and pastor's wife. They're a joke. They're hypocrites, and you know it. And you're sick of them trying to make you woke. When you know better. See. And like I told the parents and grandparents. The only somebody who can deliver you out of this. And get you through this. Is Jesus Christ. You need to get back to him. And stop leaning on yourself. And depending upon yourself. Stop being selfish. And the people who. Watch this. You become selfish with the people who truly love you and generous with devilish, demonic-filled, woke people in your family, in your church, 
in your community and on your job. Do not go so far out there with these devils you can't get back. And you drop off into hell with them. Obedience to God. Obedience to God and love to men both become impossible when you are selfish. This is a part of your character. This is a part of your life now. You have in your will said, I'm not going to care for other people now. I'm not, and I don't care what God uh, wants anymore. He hurt me by not giving me a mother. And so I don't care what he wants anymore. And you get that from the satanic, demonic spirit of wokeism. Sadness, depression, uh, confusion, nihilism, which means nothing matters to you anymore. You will end up dead from it by one of your woke friends killing you because you won't go all the way like they want you to. You won't turn against your father like they want you to or you will end up committing suicide. This is why I pray and I was going to pray it tonight and for some reason I slipped my mind but this is why I pray the prayer that God gave me that has helped many people. Holy Father God, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and funerals. Prepare us, Lord, for life and death. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. The essence of Christianity is not the enthronement of self, but the obliteration of self. Dr. Barclay said that. Self must die to self. And see, and this is why you need to be born again to understand that. You need to be born again. You need to be saved to even have a chance at understanding that. But God will teach you that. We must die to self. For we are wicked, evil, ungodly sinners. Not only did Jesus Christ die for our sins, he has chosen to live within us to make us new creatures in Christ. And that has nothing to do with selfishness and being a lover of yourself. And so with that tonight, my dear friends, we will pick up tomorrow if the Lord tarries is coming. If not tomorrow, if I'm, uh, I might preach on the second coming tomorrow. But uh, if not tomorrow, we'll pick up at lovers of self aptly heads the list since it is the essence of all sin, the foundation of all sin, along with pride.
Okay, we'll pick up right there, if not tomorrow, on Sunday. Uh, I may preach on the second coming of Christ tomorrow night. And, uh, and we'll be glad to have you. Right now, dear friends, as I close out this message tonight, Uh, let me just continue to read from the article that I wrote uh, rebuking my woke family members. And I included, and friends, and woke, woke, woke uh, friends and woke church people uh, who uh, the devil is using to, to try to make my children woke, and that's not what my children are about. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 to 28. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. God made Man and God made woman. And he wants you to accept how he made you. And he wants you to get together with each other and not with the same sex. By the way, homosexuality and lesbianism is not as popular as the world and the media would like to make you think. Uh, just, uh, the, I think yesterday or today, it's in the newspapers that the animated homosexual movie has flopped. The homosexual movie with two men flopped. Now the animated movie has flopped. And Disney World is going back straight. Glory be to God. So all of that foolishness is not as popular as the media makes you think. And by the way, how does it make you feel? I don't know. I've never, I've never even thought about. Man, I don't even want a man to touch me. I've never thought about that in my life. <clears throat> So how does it make you feel? Uh, I, I'm almost sure. I'm almost positive it makes you feel dirty and filthy and guilty. And just like it would make uh, a man getting involved with a woman who he's not married to, or she's not married to. Why? Because all of this stuff is wrong in God's sight. It is against God. It is against His Word. And so you, you're going to feel terrible in your conscience, in your mind, in your instincts. Everything in you is going to cry out wrong. You have a law written in you. Why? Because God created you in his own image. You're crossing yourself. Verse 27, and likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman. Men, why are you leaving 
the natural use of the woman. You people are, you men are crazy. You lost your mind. You didn't even have a righteous mind to lose. You lost whatever mind you had. As beautiful and as fine women are, men. What are you interested? Why are you interested in some stinking, hairy, bony, skinny man? You have lost your mind. You not listen to me. You know. You know that something is wrong somewhere. You know this is demonic for a man to even look at another man when you got all these beautiful masterpieces that God has made for you. That does not make any sense. That does not compute, man. Burning their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error. Monkeypox, AIDS, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind, mind, to do those things which are not convenient. My, my, my. That's where you live, right there. That's where you are. I thought I would never see any of my, uh, anybody in my family or hear about anybody in my family being a homosexual or lesbian. But by the hearing of the ear, I'm hearing there's a, a few who at least support these abominations. And and, 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 and and no doubt are participators in it. And do you know these woke devils, they can't stand the fact that I am still up here preaching against it. They hate my guts. I'm talking about family members on both sides of the family, my wife's side and my side. And tried to use my uh, oldest two children to stop me from preaching the word of God. To try to disrupt. My wife and. Uh, in my. 35 years of marriage. And, and these jokers have not been married for five years. They divorced, remarried, out there horn around. And they're evidently doing something else. They're so mad that we're still married and going on for God and have successfully raised the, the children. I successfully raised the children and, and, and I'm up here preaching against their sin and against the other sins that woke people are known for. Trying to destroy men out of the picture altogether. Hateful to men. And let, me just, let me just tell you something. God gave me this yesterday to tell you, some of you women. The only time you group up together is when you you group up 
with one another against men. Oh yes, I got you. I got you. That's the only time y'all really group up together, buddy. And and y'all, no matter what is going on, y'all uh, bind yourselves together against men. It's a demonic spirit from hell. You hate men. You hate a person like me who will tell, yes, your daughter, and yes, uh, your daughter-in-law, uh, and your sister, and your aunt, your niece, uh, that she needs to submit to her husband and uh, subject herself to her. You can't stand it. You know why? Because you devils have not done it yourselves, and uh, you can't even find your husband. See, and you're secretly envious and jealous that she's done something that you all should have done. You know one of the reasons why my wife uh, has had a hard time in marriage, married life, and loving loving her children is because you all divorced. It hurt her deep down in her heart, beyond what she even knows. See. And here I am, a big old burly man, and I'm thankful to God that my parents stayed together. Why? Because I would have had that same pain. Hurt people hurt people. See? Y'all sent up to the United States at 15, 16 years old, and just no parents. And she should have been with you all. In the home with you all. See. And I had to raise her myself. For 35 years. And then you want to come here. And try to mess with my, my children. You have, you have not done anything for them. All for us. And talking about. You, you, you're so interested in her now. And Negroes. You better get out of here with that mess. Oh, you're so concerned now. You're so interested in her now. That's the only time you people band together. You women. And you're trying to get my oldest daughter caught up in y'all's foolishness. And I'm talking to my own mother, my sisters, her mother, her aunts. But then you, 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 you get together otherwise, you call each other's other bitches and hoes and talk about each other behind their back. Talk about your own grandchildren and, and nieces behind uh, their backs. But you, you're joined up against a man, especially a man who understands his position and his role from the Bible. Your daughter, your niece, your sister has a husband who has preached the gospel for almost half a century. Has preached the gospel nearly seven years every day. What do you want? Some joker out here running around and all of that? And, 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 and 
can't be found and so forth and so on? Is that what you want for your daughter? For your granddaughter? For your niece? Huh? You want her to be out horning around like you are? Is that what you want? See, that is some woke foolishness. You're so woke, you want everybody to be footloose and fancy free like you. Doing whatever they want to do. Being selfish. Not understanding that God has put boundaries on every last one of us. You know, but even go ahead and cross those boundaries. Keep on doing that. How does it make you feel? Hmm? Keep on crossing those boundaries. Keep on breaking his laws and his commandments all you want to. It's, it's just going to mess up your life worse. See, wokeism is for homosexuality against the traditional home and is for destroying the man out of the home and out of the church and out of society. Why? Because this movement is against God. But you're too blind to see it. So, dear friends, if you have never been born again, if you have never been saved, we'll pick up tomorrow at 1 Corinthians 6.9. We'll pick up tomorrow in this same section at 1 Corinthians 6.9. I'm adding real life stuff that's happening as illustrations to the to this woke wokeism the blob of Beelzebub I want you to I want you to know how to deal with it I want you to understand everybody is dealing with it your family is not exempt and if you are not praying without ceasing and reading the Bible without ceasing and uh, communicating with your children, uh, letting them know that God loves them, you love them and your grandchildren and that they need to continue to follow God and giving them the scriptures and taking this matter very seriously, uh, your whole family will be wiped out by this satanic, demonic spirit. And you're going to look at one day and wonder what happened. It's not about me and my family. My children are going to come out all right because I know what I did in raising them. So they're going to be fine. I'm more concerned about your children and your extended family. I'm not worried about my extended family. Uh... Uh, uh, because I, I will deal with it publicly. I, I have no uh, concern about that whatsoever. But I want you to hear it 
so that you will see how that you're going through the same things. Uh, by the way, how was your Thanksgiving yesterday? How is it going right now? And so with that said, my dear friends, let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. And I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for what Paul called the foolishness of preaching because it is extremely powerful. And thank you, Lord, for men like Dr. Ed Young, Jr., who uh, is preaching on this same thing in another way, led by you, and I have no doubt about it. And now, Holy Father God, as we uh, close out this service, I pray that you would save those who are lost. Save those, Lord, who see themselves falling down into hell because they have gotten caught up in this ridiculous demonic spirit of wokeism. Open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears and save their souls and change their lives. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Dear friend of mine, if you were to die tonight, where would you go? Heaven or hell? If you don't know, stick around. If you know you would go to hell, please stick around. And please understand that you are a sinner, just as I am. So is the Pope. So is Joel Osteen, pastor of the largest church. So is the Dalai Lama and all other religious leaders. We're all sinners because the Bible makes that clear. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Instead of being mad at what you heard, where is your soul going? Are you under conviction about the destination of your soul and about your sins that you have committed. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. We die therefore because of sin. Everything I'm talking with you about tonight is very serious, very serious. It's a life and death situation. After you die, for the Bible says, it is appointed unto men once to die. After this, the judgment. 
Okay? So don't worry about anything else right now. Worry about that. If you die unsaved, that is, if you uh, have never truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and believed in Him and trusted in Him and received Him as your Savior, you will die and go to hell forever. For Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, the light of the world, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who never told a lie and cannot lie, preached on hell more than all of the prophets and more than all of the apostles. He preached on hell, the burning hell, and he always emphasized that hell is a burning hell. The fire in hell shall never be quenched. I can preach no less. And Jesus did not use language like that uh, to make some other point. That's the actual punishment that you will receive. In this passage that he preached, on these passages that he preached on hell, he never said it was a parable. Death is painful, but hell is going to be worse. And if you're on your way to hell, I have some good news for you. And no, being a church member can't save you. There are thousands of church members today who are on their way to hell, and there are thousands and maybe millions of people who died from the church pews who are in hell today. Religious but lost, just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Shaking the preacher's hand, taking the right hand of fellowship, giving money to the church, speaking in some unknown tongue, dancing and running around the church. None of those things will, will save your soul, nor will they be the evidence of your being saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. For Jesus Christ himself told you how to get saved. Told the entire world. In fact, he said the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. For whosoever, or rather, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. My dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the power of your ugly sins. Sin is not pretty, and, and, and your sin is not pretty, and mine is not pretty either. It's ugly. You want to know how ugly it is? The mangled body of Jesus Christ from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. He was beaten 
beyond recognition. The disciples identified him by the nail-scarred hands. They put, they put a crown of thorns on his head. Who, who would think of something like that but the devil? A devilish people. The blood flowed down from the crown of his head to the bottom of his feet. They ripped his insides out and hung him naked before the world. The Son of God, God Almighty himself, Emmanuel, God with us, God with us. That's the ugliness of your sins, your fornication, your adultery, having sex with people you're not married to, acting like a whore, acting like a whoremonger a liar, a cheat, a thief, hater of your own parents, uh, dishonor your parents, disobey your parents, you disobey God, taking his holy name in vain, taking the name of Jesus in vain, When in reality, you need to call on his name for real to save your soul from hell. As you believe in your heart in him, believe in your heart his gospel that he preached first and best. When he said, for God so loved the world, God initiated this salvation. God is love. The Bible says, God so loved the world. Our God is the one and only good God. Jesus gave that message to the world. The greatest message and the most important words ever said on earth in the history of the world for mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So believe in Jesus Christ as he has told you to do. You don't have to do what man has told you to do. Do what Jesus Christ told you to, to do, the Son of God. And if he's the Son of God, that means he is God. Believe in him today. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'll lead you in what is called the sinner's prayer. But keep that image in your mind while you pray to Jesus. Mangled, bloody body. That's your sin he paid for. Who killed Jesus? You did, and I did. The Pope did. Joel Osteen did. 
everybody killed Jesus, not just the Jews, not just the Romans. We all did, red, yellow, black, and white. But yet, we're still precious in his sight so much that God so loved the world. He put away our sin by giving up his son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for you and me. No, on Black Friday, the sales is not the main thing that matters. It is your soul that matters. Don't get caught up in this world and lose your soul. So take care of that tonight. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a wicked sinner and I've done wicked things in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who you lovingly sent to die on the cross for my sins and for the sins of the world. Holy Father God, I believe in him. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you truly believed in your heart, and only you know that on earth and God knows it in heaven, you truly believed in Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God, and you called on his name, and you prayed and asked him to save your soul. Then, dear friend, according to the words of God and to the words of Jesus Christ, and God cannot lie, the Bible says, and Jesus Christ cannot lie, then according to the word of God and the words, the direct words of Jesus Christ. You are now saved from the hell you deserve to the heaven that you don't deserve. And you ought to rejoice in that. And uh, may I say to you, congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ.
who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins and mine, was buried and rose on the third day. So, dear friend, to help you grow in the faith, I want to give you something free of charge, just like the gospel is free of charge. I want to give you this book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Go to, right now, go to gospellightsociety.com, tap on the book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Download it free of charge. If you have any problems doing so, uh, just uh, tap on whatever email is on your platform or on that page uh, and let uh, 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 my technician know and he can fix it for you. Also, email us and let us know that you got saved and... uh, um, uh, that you are now born again so that we can rejoice with you, start praying for you. And if you have a prayer request at any time, send your prayer request in and we will pray for you. Uh, also, please go to Google, Google and type in uh, Gospel Light Society Podcasts. We have thousands of podcasts available to you on multiple subjects, nearly 50 different subjects, prayer, uh, the second coming of Christ, church history, apologetics, how to defend the faith, just uh, everything you would ever want to learn about, even in a Bible college and in a seminary. And so go and, 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 and take advantage of that free of charge my dear friend, and you can grow by listening to the Word of God like that. All right. Uh, God bless you, dear friends. Thank you for being with us tonight on Black Friday, as they call it, the night after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.